everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alba Crazy uh, with me, Tito, and your host, other host. Angora. Uh, I'm here as well. This is so well rehearsed. This is, we, we practiced this 20 times before we uh, went on here, so I, I hope our professionalism is showing. Yeah, I went to the bathroom before this, and uh, I just rehearsed it in the mirror, and then like after I got through like three times, I just started like yelling at myself. I have an old habit from when I was a teenager. I, you know, <laughs> I, whenever I get uh, our intro wrong, I cut myself and it's still, you know, it's not, it's still not sinking in. So, <laughs> so you, you have know. to cut a bit deeper then. I, I'm guessing I do. Well, uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, Anne, how's your week been? Uh, it's been good. Uh, you know, uh, the other, a few days ago, I had like an incident where I hurt myself in the shower, which is always like really sexy. Was I'm it already, right after the podcast? It, it 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 was. It's it's really, it's really dignified to to have to use a shower chair to begin with, <laughs> but then to still end up hurting yourself somehow. It's just, it's super sexy. Nothing nothing says. Uh, uh, sex appeal like uh, your girlfriend screaming, "Come and help me out of the shower!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think that uh, the was it the yeah the shower chair is awesome. It's it, awesome. It facilitates uh, a great shower sex. It. I didn't even think about that angle, but the shower chair is the reason I got into like the one fight in my life that I've had. Um, when I was like a teenager, um, I went on a school field trip thing overnight at some place. We were all staying together. It was a small school, like 16 kids. I had like one good friend there. Anyways, we all go canoeing and then we come back uh, to the common area where there's like many showers yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I like ran ahead uh, and everybody knew why I ran ahead, which is because there's one really nice shower because it had like a seat in it. Yeah. I was like, I want that shower. So I'm going like, to yeah. get ahead of everybody. So I took my time to like get all my my uh, my shampoo and my conditioner and my towel and everything. And then everybody showed up. My best friend, Matt, like he got ready really quick and he ran to the shower. We got into the shower uh, with the chair at the same time. And he wouldn't give it up. I was like, look, man, I, I, I got here early just so I could do this. Like, I don't care. I got here first. So we actually had a fight. Um, we got we tried to push each other out. I ended up um, slamming his head against the against the wall, and he grabbed the removable shower head and he hit me with it. Whoa! Yeah, like we got very heated over this chair, over the ability to just sit. See, I I I'm very like when I was when I didn't need a shower chair, I used to be like really anti shower sex or like you know tools because people would sell things like. You could you could put like this thing so you can lift your leg up for shower sex and I'm like, dude, Wait, I like what? my shower sex hella awkward. I don't know what, what do you're you, talking what, what about. What is this tool? Is it just like some a slipper with some suction cups? It's yeah, it's just some kind of. But um, now that I have the shower chair, I mean, really, the most sexual thing about it is getting it dirty so I can make Isaac clean it. You know, so my, that's my favorite thing. You know, just like just, just yeah. Oh yeah, I just ooh, I just go look at you, <laughs> look at you. You're disgusting. Look at you. 
cleaning where I put my dirty bare ass. Look at you. You don't clean that fast enough, you're going to clean the toilet next. Yeah, that's right. You're going to let clean the toilet. <laughs> Actually, I clean the toilet, and let me tell you what's degrading. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's allergic to, to like, pizza or something. I don't oh, know. He'll God. go in there, like, four times. Oh, man, in one night. Oh, I, I'm like, God. you need to see a medical professional. Ooh, well, guess what, Anne? What? We have a medical semi-professional on the show today. Semi-pro. Semi-pro, dude. <laughs> That's right. So we have a great uh, guest for you all this evening. Comedian uh, and uh, third-year med student, right? Greg Jalmek. Hi. Yeah. Hello. Nobody knows this, but I've been here the whole time. <laughs> it's a secret. Don't tell me. Oh, anyone. I shouldn't have ruined the illusion. <laughs> Breaking the fourth I wall. <laughs> should have made Breaking fake footstep sounds. Oh, oh, hello, Greg. Uh, I'm so angry, Greg. If I had a shower seat, Folks. I'd make you clean it. That's can how I, angry I am. Can I, before we get into anything, can I, can I just ask, how old were you when you had that fight? God, I must have been like 14. And you, <laughs> roughly. That, uh, fuck, that story. What? <laughs> so it, fucking it, fun. Like, 14-year-old <laughs> dude was like, I got a shower. Also, let's sit while we do it. And you condition your hair as a 14-year-old. <laughs> well, no, like, as I was saying, I was like, I, how did it take so long? Because I don't have great shower habits. You just need, you need, you need that extra beauty time to, I mean, <laughs> there. Tito's a very attractive man. I don't know if you knew this, folks. <laughs> Tito's a very attractive man. It, it couldn't have been getting that stuff together. I don't know what took me so long to to get ready for the shower because right. now, like, I have terrible shower habits. Like, I like I'm the person that like walks in, like has the shower run, and I turn off the water, and then I I feel like I'm done and I've yeah. used nothing. Uh, what What do you use, Greg? Like, what uh, are well, you as a third year med student? No, no. What like I I mean, do you like? Do the whole like shampoo and body wash all in one? Uh, a lot of guys <laughs> do that. I had a, a shitty bit about using a three-in-one soap. Uh, well, then don't out do of, it here. Uh, loneliness and depression. Um, to just get it all done, you can just kind of dump it on your head and put it wash, and then you've officially washed your hair, face, and body. Uh, but um, no, I like to. I, I I got like really neurotic about um, hygiene. Uh, in my early twenties, when I figured out that I had like no, like I have no idea what I was doing in the shower, <laughs> and uh, I am totally with you. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't think I'm doing this right, but but I'm not willing to ask anyone. You're you're like I somewhere in my teens, I got lost on what I should be doing in the shower because I was too busy masturbating. Exactly. Right. It was like <laughs> you're like this like, is my yeah, me time. I, I know how to wash <laughs> my you're, dick you're and 20s. hands really well. Yeah. But like that's like, it. The rest of it is like I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the cleanest dick in town, but definitely the cleanest dick in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so uh third year med student, Greg. Yeah. Yes. That's uh that that's where I'm seems at. like a level of dedication to anything that I can't fathom. It's horrifying. People get to that point. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good with schoolwork, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm not really either. I just got a text message while you guys were doing your intro that was like, hey, you didn't send us a note on this patient. And I said, well, I won't have access to anything that you need for like four more hours. So uh, if you can wait on that, uh, that would be dope. Uh, <laughs> and they were like just have, like, It sounds like yeah, you have like a fine. good, empathetic feel for 
uh, patience. <laughs> well, <Brad. laughs> it really has nothing to do with the, the patient at that point. It's really just like how neurotic the um, staff is. Um, because it's all about like billing and uh, and reimbursement from insurance companies at that point. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like I have no priority for finishing that note. Patient got what they needed, and they they have no idea that this isn't happening yet. <laughs> so basically, they just got it for free. At this point, yep, free yes. healthcare. If they can get out of the bed, rip the tubes out of their body, and like <laughs> get out of the hospital, <laughs> we get it all for free. We, we're I'm not part of that kind of shit right now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which has been great. I was on a service not too long ago where. There was a lot of tubes coming out of people's bodies, and that was it wasn't really fun because the people who end up in those jobs are often like burnout and not at all like compassionate or empathetic. Uh, they're just kind of coldly like checking the tubes mm. and like making sure the flow is good and shit like that. And it kind of it feels bad to be around that kind of uh, medical care. Like, uh, are you talking yeah. about like like? Nurses or critical care or like comatose uh, patients. Um, I c mostly you know pe people in like trauma situations where they they got like hit by a car or something, and they 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 have like a lung contusion and they have a broken pelvis, and uh, and they um, <laughs> you make it sound like they just give up after their like head five open. minutes. You're well, like they become cold. Like I can just imagine it's like. <laughs> it's like it's like, you know what, it's there's so much that like you know, like when a car, you know, it's like I'm gonna junk this. Oh no. I'm gonna <laughs> it was, just, let's it's scrap just, this guy. Like, that's the the kind the, 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 the like <laughs> some of the nurses usually not the nurses, generally nurses are wonderful people, um, and still actually care, but it's, it's usually the doctors who have been working for a long time that end up on these services where they they just check up on their patients as if they're just like data and they're like, Okay, well these numbers aren't good. Uh, we got to do some things to change those numbers. And even though like the end result is a positive thing for the patient, like just the way that they sort of express their um, it's just thoughts like about the care, it's just, more. yeah, it's completely cold and uh, it's, that, robotic. That sucks. I mean, it makes sense why that happens, <laughs> you know, because you get used to any situation that, that you exist in right. long enough. And if you're a doctor for long enough, you're just like, it's just, just another dead body or live body yeah. whatever it makes me want to like next time like if i'm ever in a hospital situation when the doctor comes in be like i love you dad <laughs> how come you never say it back <laughs> just kind of <laughs> just kind of just try and break that glacier <laughs> just try and melt that stone yeah I, I like how I used the wrong metaphor twice. Break that glacier, sure. melt, melt that, that stone. stone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, uh, <laughs> those are just the harder versions of doing the same thing. <laughs> that's right. You can technically eventually melt a stone. You mm -hmm. can. I, yeah. I've that's how it. hard it's going to be to crack. Yeah. That's your <laughs> estranged father. Uh, so, Greg, why did you. Uh, ended up becoming a medical student. Um, I it's fucked up, dude. No, it's not no, no. Uh, You're like it's it's no. a fucked up story. No, no, yeah, no. I was just thinking about like how I ended up in this situation, and like I it started off with like um, I had this revelation in my early twenties that uh, I I need 
to uh, study something um, so much that I knew too much about it. Okay. Um, and at that point, I like I was kicked out of college and uh, for like, too much studying. No, no, I was a bad. I was a horrifyingly bad student for most of my life. Like I show, I took the essay or the ACT like hungover and barely passed it. I think you passed the ACT. I don't know if what if you passed that test or not, but I I, I did a very shitty job with it. Um, and then I failed out of college, and they told me to take some time off. And uh, and then I um, go backpacking in Europe. Yeah, and then I got like I got sick of being in punk bands um, because I was just like never all that good. Uh, but I was around a lot of really talented people, and I was like, okay, you go do your thing, get better at all this shit. Um, I got to figure something else out. Uh, and then and then I started finding interest in the sciences and. I worked at a health food store and I saw all these people who would talk about healthcare all the time and I could just like feel like they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about but they kept talking about it anyways because like healthcare is an integral part of everybody everybody's day um no matter what they um how much time they put put towards it or not Yeah and, but uh, like even like with health food stores everybody likes to talk cuz I also worked in a health food store and everybody walks in there like they got their PhD in vitaminology, yeah, and that they could cure everything with herbs. Yeah, everybody's and read crystals. several articles from an alternative magazine. Yeah, yeah, so and they're, like, so they're like big, hip to the system. Big pharma's a scam. Yeah, it's like you know these vitamin companies are also billion dollar companies, right? Um, but yeah, and like I, I learned about like homeopathy and. The more I learned about it, I was like, what the fuck? The like, angrier you got about it? I was just, I got, it came more and more upset about it because I was like, it's just, these are sugar pills uh, because there's no like scientific plausibility behind like how or why they would work, let alone if any of those things could possibly work. And there's no research to show that any of them do anything. I actually got an argument with one of the um, major proponents who writes for the Huff Huffington Post recently um, because he was like, look, look, there's research that shows that homeopathy works there skeptics is. are silent and then i tweeted it out and i was like no that's a bad that's bad research like all of your research is and then he just deleted the post and then reposted and was like skeptics silent again <laughs> i was like dude I, you <laughs> fucking bitch oh uh, i mean i think that there are definitely some things and some ways that you can better your health with healthy things sure but you can't cure like the idea that you can cure something. Yeah, like using food as medicine. Like food in, is a part of your health, but you can't use it like you would use other medical interventions. Yeah, I mean it's Ooh. not. I mean it's it's like part of it's it's part of a a better picture. You well, know? It, 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 but it depends on like what medical intervention you're talking about, right? Because I, ideally, I, I feel like the idea is before all of this uh, society uh, society existed, we were just humans. Us in the Earth, we theoretically have everything we need to survive on the Earth. You say that theoretically, but at the same time, yeah, but to the I say theoretically, we were still have... dying of diseases that we don't die of today. I say that theoretically because I wasn't there, and I haven't <laughs> done the research for this. But I feel like that's that's not like a an insane idea. Before penicillin, yeah. and then after penicillin. Yeah, I mean, we were I living mean, like what, what are the the, oh, the, the, the drugs? But like the... distilled down portions of. Food and other elements. True. The first, yeah. the first, what, what, the first medical intervention is. It wasn't it like sanitation. 
Wasn't sanitation technically the first? Yeah, like don't big, smoke big and please wash your hands. No, not, not don't smoke. Yeah, well, no, not no, like paleo, paleolithic medicine, guys. Hey. Stop smoking cigarettes. Oh, smoking killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> you can't prove it. <laughs> okay, that's. I think that's, that's a. I think it's a Far Side cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> like a bunch of yeah, like, brontosaurus, a bunch smoking of cigarettes. Tufts. They're all like smoking Marlboros. Yeah. Long legacy but you were saying about but like the like one of the first san- major things was sanitation. Yeah, like sanitation was like a big deal because yeah. finally people weren't like spreading germs or or they were actually washing their hands before they put food in their mouths. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> like yeah, it's amazing how we went from a life like a average lifespan of somewhere in your thirties to, to where we're at like hitting close to hundreds now. Oh God, um, that's horrible. I know. <laughs> I want it to be much shorter. No, it, well, here's the thing: it's it's about quality of life. Not many yeah. people that who live that long still have a quality of life. Yes, and some so, do, but most probably not. Yeah, and not so I don't want to outlive my quality of life. I think that's fair. Actually, there's a great book on that uh, that I'm reading right now called uh, "Being Mortal." Mm. And it's a discussion about like hospice care, end of life care. Um, uh, nursing homes and things like that and, and that like a frank discussion about um, what we got right and all of the things we got way way wrong yeah. in, in medicine and um, the nice thing is it's written by a doctor because we all realize when we fuck up I think that's one of those things it. especially now they're starting to talk about death in a very frank way and in a positive way so that it's no longer something that you don't want to happen to your relatives because oftentimes people will fight and hold on to their relatives to try and keep them alive past yeah. a good quality of life. And well, it's yeah, like, look, look at Terry Schiavo. I mean, I don't know oh, if yeah. like, people know what I'm talking about. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like growing up, enough, in, growing up in Florida, not Albuquerque, like Terry Schiavo was a big thing. It was, she was in a, under a coma for like, what, nine years or something? Yeah, uh, it's it just, I think it goes back to the, the what Anne was talking about, how like we... We used to think of death as defeat, and there's plenty of doctors who still do, but I think there's this nice cultural shift towards understanding this death as a part of life instead of mm-hmm. being uh, us failing at our jobs. Because it's like, well, you know, you can't like You can't escape it. it. And like if you try really hard and like keep people on machines, you're destroying them um, and forcing them to stay alive instead of letting them their lifespan. Yeah, so because we're becoming more accepting of death as a reality – we're able to focus more on the quality of life rather than the quantity of life. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like really into that shit uh, at this grocery store. Man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I get some deep talks next to the organic cabbage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I actually, my first cleared major back in college was uh, on, like, when I came back originally was um, astrophysics. Um, and then I uh, and then I quickly realized. Jesus, you sound like such a terrible student. I hate it for all this great well, stuff. No, I just I'm just I think it's funny because it's like astrophysics is is great, but it's like uh, what what are the possible what kind of fields are you gonna yeah go what into? Do you do as what an do astrophysicist? You, well, yeah, I mean it's a very competitive field, and so it's like what are you gonna do? Maintain, you know. A, just sink deeper, I guess. Like, yeah, I was really just like hoping that like I could get, uh, have some amount of achievement, and then someone could shoot me in the space. 
Um, and that would be kind of, that's like the end game. <laughs> that's <laughs> still my end game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, give me, like, a dog that knows how to live in space, and then, like, it'd be good. Like, uh, you're, you're, you're speaking my language, buddy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then I, I took a psychology class, and we learned about, there was a sort of bio, like, biological psychology portion where we learned about neurons and neurotransmitters and their effects on mood and behavior and things like that. And I found that to be really interesting. Um, and so I started studying, I started taking biology classes and then it uh, became more clear to me that maybe being a physician uh, could be an interesting thing to do. Um, and I'm always, I've always been interested in like learning about uh, and understanding like what makes people the way they are. And I thought this would be a fun way to satisfy that itch because you see people in these really strange vulnerable states and you people tell you things about themselves that they don't tell anybody else yeah. um and so you get to learn really like the inner workings of people's minds in various settings and uh and then just cut and then just sort of like it's it's a really interesting and enriching sort of experience to get to do that do you, and then you're like helping people which i guess you, is cool or something are you uh what was it? Um, are you are you still wanting to go into like neurology? Um, I'm not sure or, what I want to do because or the neurosciences. My um, <clears throat> my ADHD and, and extreme like uh, busy hands, I think would be best served in in something like uh, anesthesia, where I could be like doing a lot of different things at once. Are you uh, kidding me? Anesthesia is the golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Like seriously, they, I mean, don't they make incredible amounts of money? Uh, they actually make less and less money by the year. Um, that be, sucks. But well, uh, is, is there like a? Is it I mean, it's like a machine? great. It's me, fucking I, I'm, phenomenal I'm like, money. I'm, don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm acting like I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm like that sucks. Yeah. No. I mean, like they they have an important job that people take for granted um, because well, they're the yeah. only because the surgeons are all a bunch. Well, most surgeons are kind of assholes and they're not very good with their patients. well i mean mm -hmm. well with anesthesia even just the slightest wrong move and you could kill somebody people die i mean one of the biggest complications during surgery is anesthesia yeah really? so it's a it, yeah no it's a very big deal mm. um and it's uh it's it's you know it it's focused work like you have to keep your eye on the prize the whole time yeah you yeah. have to keep keep checking on uh vital signs and things like that and uh even though you can also have the new york times open next to you um you you, you do I feel have like, to oh, continuously I feel like you're starting with bad you have to continuously well look there like people talk about this and it's not untrue that like there are anesthesiologists who like they'll be like reading the news while also doing their job and no one else can really do that um However, they're they do st they stay they they keep taking peeks over at the monitors and making sure everything's going well. And they're sitting right next to them, um, so that like if you need to like bump up the gas or something, you're right there and you can just kind of lean into it, and you're and then your patient's back down to where they need to be. That's funny. Like <laughs> you just imagine like I mean I don't know I'm just imagining like ten years from now, Facebook messaging Greg and he's like sitting next to somebody getting open heart surgery and he's all he's like so bored lol yeah <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, like, hey tell me what you think about this dick joke i wrote <laughs> yeah exactly like, 
Uh, can this guy just like die or live or something? <laughs> like, like, go to Quiznos. Yeah. Uh, but um, I wanted to uh, talk to you about um, one of our mutual friends at comics was talking about you in high school <laughs> and said uh, that because he went to high school with you, mm-hmm. you came. You were you went to high school here, right? Uh, no, I went to high school in Los Alamos. Los Alamos. Yeah. Okay, so you guys were. We're there. Yeah, we were, we grew up around a lot of achievers, who uh, who already now have like wonderful families and PhDs and ridiculously successful careers Ugh. in designing missiles. He he was telling me about your your mohawks and and your misfit. Oh yeah. I want you to imagine Greg with this, with this, you know. With I the, can show you the, I have pictures uh, on my phone I can share. Um, I can imagine this, but I just want to say like for the listener at home, like, like Greg looks like a, how, how do a you clean cut? cut young man. Well, not, not yes, well, but the like way he, he describes himself is Clark Kent, Kent but I'm slightly puffy as Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, just a little soft. Just a little, a soft Clark Kent. <laughs> Clark Kent who loves carbs. Yeah. yeah. Really now does. has a mohawk. Once, I was very skinny back then uh, <laughs> because I, I didn't do much. Uh, I, I would just go skateboarding all day, every day, and then listen to. I had a year of my life where the only band I listened to was the Misfits. Um, yeah, he was telling me yeah. like, that you kind of had this intimidating look about you. Um, yeah, uh, there it, there it was weird. There were like people who uh, who like hated my guts, but I I'm I'm I've always been like a nice person. Um, so people got would sometimes get mad that I was actually nice uh, in High in was person. Weird and dumb. Yeah, that still happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I used to. I, I mean, I I didn't. I still like go to punk shows, and my friends are still in punk bands. Uh, I just uh, my hair just takes less time to do in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes and sense. And I like looser jeans. All right, so Greg, we're gonna read a headline from Google. We uh, enter Albuquerque into Google, and we do the first headline that comes up. What's going on? Uh, how does the world? Uh, view Albuquerque or New Mexico. Or New Mexico. Yeah, so here we go. When is the gay... (laughs) When is the gay pap was what I was about to say. No, when is the pay gap in New Mexico expected to close? Uh, That's the thing that came up. And this is uh, is the pay gap between men and women? Uh, Yes, because there's only two genders. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. That could be the pay gap between New Mexicans and the rest of the world. <laughs> Maybe That's we don't deserve it. That is never going to close. <laughs> that is That's going to be as wide as possible. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, in New Mexico, the gender pay gap was projected to close in 2056. <laughs> oh, huh. my God. Is that just general <laughs> employment you... numbers, or is it like... Government jobs, or is it specific at all? I, I, I have no idea, but that that's quite a ways from here. Wh- which was the 18th fastest rate? So we're actually doing like really like 2056 is actually really good. Like like oh. 50 states, that's we're above C. 
You've come a long way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see any comments on this article just complaining about how slow If you were born today, you would be 40 when the pay gap would be closed. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, babies. Yeah. When you're in college, Maybe. you're going to be like, almost there. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> One day. <laughs> yeah, but then in 40 years, like you think that we're going to like have the problem of overpopulation under control? No. Absolutely not. I mean, the I don't even think we're going to be here in 2056 at this rate. <laughs> Dude. It's gonna it's gonna turn into a dystopia real fucking quick. With the it's gonna be water world. We're not gonna worry about the pay gap. It's gonna be <laughs> it's pay... gonna be Deus Ex. We're when all the... gonna be half machines. Ladies, ladies, it's all gonna be about the thigh gap and trying to <laughs> trying to get that closed, creating creating no more generations when the... to be tortured by the earth that is slowly decaying. Whenever the pay gap closes, how long till it reopens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like even for a year, and then women are going to start making more money. Yeah, and men are not going to have that. They're not going to have that. No, it's like oh, I wish for the gold old days of 2017. Yep, I mean this is I, this is how Trump got elected. This is how we're already going back 50 years. There, I mean we we were talking about getting the pay gap closed by that. By that time, you know, uh, in twenty fifty six, if we if we are going the same way that we're going right now, slavery will be legal. We have a campaign running that's like make America and, and great again. And women won't be again. able to vote, but we'll get that pay gap closed <laughs> somehow. This sounds great. This is everything that I voted for. <laughs> like, uh, I am curious. The pay though, gap will be closed because women won't be working. It'll only be the men's <laughs> yeah. income. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It'll it'll just be that. It's, it's the pay cliff, and that's all. Yeah. Overpopulation like is a thing, though. Like it is. It's, it's an exponentially growing real. problem, and it's going to very quickly become a problem very soon. So, are we actually going to eventually implement like a, a one boiling, child policy? We are at a boiling point, and that's one of the things is they don't. They, you know, everybody's like, we don't want to tell anybody what to do, but the truth of the matter is overpopulation is like the number one reason that everything's everything, shitty. Uh, like, I mean, our environment is going to crap. Yeah. We're having less kids right now, though. Like this current. Are you kidding me? My brother has three of... kids and I am. <laughs> I am ready to have my uterus. I have one anecdote that completely. I'm talking about exactly <laughs> my argument. The overall American population is having less kids. Um, over time, we've been having less kids here. Um, things like ac access to contraception and uh, education in general typically does that, and that's what we've been able to pull up. Say goodbye to that, thanks to Trump. <laughs> oh Jesus! We, we're going to go back to having prom babies. Prom baby. <laughs> Yep, I'm gonna have a turlet baby. Oh, hell yeah! I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Good old days. <laughs> you know these kids these days, like they don't know what it's like. They're like, oh, just like not having kids and stuff. It's like, no, you you gotta like shit a baby out into a toilet. Then yeah. Know what it's like to be and then, an adult. Like, and then like find like a basic job that you can grind away for the rest of your life, to to, to just like work hey, for you moments could, you of could joy go on the from, weekend. You could go from the. You go from uh, the 
Fry cook to the assistant manager. It's really exciting. <laughs> it's a, Who else in that line of jobs? Uh, do you I have mean, to I just, that I, I just, or you could go from an astrophysicist <laughs> to a, to a third year med student. I, I like to, I like to <laughs> quietly sob at home. Those are my hobbies. <laughs> quietly sob over the despair of being a single mother <laughs> who never had an opportunity. These people act like if you don't tell kids about condoms that they won't have sex. I don't. Ooh, <laughs> that's hopefully. that. That is that is ignoring yeah. uh, biological Although, urges. Bi- bi- biologically, they said that we're our generation is having less sex. Or yeah. Like, generation Y is having less sex, and maybe the next generation. Maybe we'll just grow into sexless aliens. Maybe the next, you know, generation. Like the the coolest thing to do will be sew up your own vagina. To sew up your own vagina. Yeah, just go strictly anal. I feel like I've seen a. I feel like I've seen a a, a, a hentai about that. There, there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but then something bursts out of it later, and it's like a tentacle monster. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's the that's was, the headline. That's the headline. I'm so glad I I got to say all these things. Today. I didn't go any deeper into it because it was like a, it was a long bunch of paragraphs with a bunch of numbers, and it was yeah. like I was just like. This is why I dropped out of school. Uh, so, well, that was the headline. That was that was our headline. So, uh, Greg, uh, yes. you've lived in Albuquerque for how many years now? Um, uh, let's see, twelve years. All right, it's longer than me. I've lived here for nine years. Yeah, I think I've lived here for a decade. So, um, I've been about here almost long. eleven years. Yeah. So, Greg, we have a, we have a question for you. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you uh, are on Tinder. Get a match. You go on a blind date. I guess not Tinder because then you can actually see who the person. It's not really yeah. a blind yeah, date. Well, you're, Never you're mind. On a, you're on a blind date. You're right. Thank you. I okay. need to give all this fucking backstory. <laughs> Is there a theme song for these hypotheticals? Because I should be. <laughs> Our question of the week <laughs> is: You're on a blind date. She shows up to your door, and Just who is it? Nice. But, but Albuquerque. <laughs> what? What do you do, Greg? What like is what she, restaurant? What, what is, is she wearing? What does she look like? What is she wearing? <laughs> Where do you take her? Uh, that looks vaguely like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, dressed kind of like my mom dresses, probably. <laughs> oh, wait, there, there's a twist to this question. It is your mom. No. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, <laughs> she looks hot like my mom. We, got- <laughs> hey, we, just, we just said that. Oh, man. I wish her skin was a little looser, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> we go somewhere that's like pretty, like middle of the road decent like Cervantes or something it's like it's good it's not like great that's yeah that sums uh, it up it's dark and there's like swords on the wall and shit and I'm into that <laughs> um, and then uh, and she drops me off at my house I'm assuming to give me a ride okay wow she's, uh, she's doing better off than you are yeah probably uh and then do and you, then i'd run to the door 
because I'm scared of uh, women and people in general. Oh wait, so so you don't have sex with Albuquerque? <laughs> nah, dude. Though I would probably like four hours later get a drunk text from Albuquerque that's like, "Wanna fuck?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, all right." Okay, now if you were gonna have sex with Albuquerque, what what position? Would you have sex with Albuquerque? Uh, tired and whatever they need. <laughs> like half in the bag. <laughs> yeah, wait, what like... Is, wait, what does half in the bag mean? <laughs> I don't know, like as lazy as you can give it. Oh, like like you're... So th- as lazy th- there's no as eye contact. Sloppy, kind of like... You don't know whether there's... And it's kind of wet, but you don't know whether it's sweat or if it's drool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and you're like you're you're so done with it that you like you don't even bother pulling out, and she doesn't bother taking any birth control, and so you guys just like have a kid, and you're Yo. like, I guess this is it. I guess this is it, and then you become a cashier at the the local Smiths, and yeah, you know you live, you, live you, out a life of quiet desperation. But then, like you know, you start like getting some fire in your belly, and you start working hard, and you like move on from that Smiths to like a Whole Foods, you know. Oh. And then you start like having conversations with people Whoa. about like you know b- about ways to live healthily. Wow. And you think, oh shit, I'm interested in this. Maybe I should go into the medical field. Maybe I should go and become a doctor, just like Greg Zhaomek. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, Greg. Yeah, for thank joining you. Us Thanks today. for having me. Guys. Yeah. Uh, quickly before we go, is there anything that you're doing with your life? Anything you'd that like to you want to plug? Um, I've got a show at the the April Turtle Mountain Brewery show. Um, oh, there's shit. no there's no date set Woo-hoo. yet. Um, great. But uh, we were gonna do it in March. And should we follow you on Facebook to you find should, out about you that? You find me on uh, Facebook or Twitter um, at slow underscore virus on Twitter. Um, cool. That's tweeting nice, that's nice a lot handle. of nonsense. I like, I like his handle. Yeah. Um, and I uh, yeah, that's like the next big public show I have. Who um, else is on that lineup? On that one, um, I'm not sure. I believe AJ Martinez is involved. I know Eddie Stevens which, which, hosts Which it. one? The big uh, one or the little one? The, the, the funny the one. one. Oh, the funny hey, one. Okay. Hey, this on my friend. Actually, I like both of but... AJ. A- yeah, AJ, AJ by himself is a great lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a very good comic. He's great. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't recall who else is specifically on that show. Um, it may change. I'm really now that I'm talking about it, I'm like I don't know if I'm actually on it anymore. <laughs> okay, but I should be. I'm pretty sure. Like, well, Eddie's not a price is bad subject guy. to change. Follow slow underscore virus on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. yeah. Show up for AJ Martinez. Cross your fingers for Greg Jomek. Yeah. Uh, anything for you, Ann? Um, you can follow me uh, on Twitter. Uh, at Angora, uh, you can absolutely uh, go to uh, angora.com, which just leads to my Tumblr. Just lots of pictures of my dogs, and I post dates for my upcoming shows and posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, let's face it, uh, my podcast. It sucks. Hey! But you know what doesn't suck? My podcast is great. Is the best show. It's a good show. With Tom Sharpling. Pretty great show. It is. Uh, Go to (laughs) www.thebestshow.net.
and listen in every Tuesday from 9 to 12 Eastern Time. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm Peter Damron. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what my handle is yet because I got to that point in the sign-up, and I blanked, and I got scared. Like, I got to create right handle, and then I didn't do it. So eventually, when this, when, this is, hey, when this is out, I'll have a handle. And, uh, ooh. What? That, okay. Uh, check out Spitchy Bit at Bozy Brothers. Open mic Sundays at Bozy. Uh, sign-ups at 7, shows at 8. It's a great time. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you so much. See you next time.